Hello and welcome to the 93rd episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. How are you? Are you ready to go? Please repeat. The blue bottle is full and the green one is empty. The blue bottle is full and the green one is empty. Okay, well, we're going to look at these two words, former and latter. Former and latter. Remember how this works? Former refers to the first thing on a list. Ladder refers to the second thing on a list. And I say the first and second because we can't use former and ladder with more than two items. Please repeat again. The blue bottle is full and the green one is empty. Therefore, the former is full and the latter is empty. Right? The blue bottle is the former and the green bottle is the latter. Do you remember these two words? How do you spell former? F-O-R-M-E-R. How do you spell latter? L-A-T-T-E-R. So the former, the word former, directs us to the first thing on the list, and the word latter directs us to the second or last item on the list. But again, never use former and latter with anything more than two items. Please repeat. The former is an antique produced in 1861 by a famous glassmaker. The former is an antique produced in 1861 by a famous glassmaker. The latter is an ordinary one made of PET. The latter is an ordinary bottle made of polyester or PET. Let's talk about my living room and my dining room, for example. My living room coffee table is low and square. My living room coffee table is low and square. My dining room table is tall and rectangular. The latter was a gift from my mother. Now, before I continue, one thing you have to remember is to keep in mind which thing we're referring to. Usually, we use former and latter when we're writing or when you're reading something, you see this. So if I say my living room coffee table is low and square and my dining room table is tall and rectangular, you have to remember that the former is my living room coffee table and the latter is my dining room table. So the latter was a gift from my mother and the former was something I bought on sale. Former and latter, okay? Just a quick review. I'm sure you've seen this before. Now remember, former... The word former is also an adjective, which means previous. We could be talking about my former boss. My former boss is Colombian. It's a long story. It's an expression, right? Oh, it's a long story. What does that mean? Well, it means it's too complicated to explain. But if you want to tell the story, you could say, well, to make a long story short. Please repeat, to make a long story short. This is similar to another expression, cut to the chase. Cut to the chase. Cut to the chase means get to the point without wasting my time. Man, oh man, are you familiar with these people who tell stories and they go on and on and on? And please get to the point. Please cut to the chase, which comes from the movie world, which refers to <laughs> the scene in the movie where there is a chase, right? This goes back to the days of Hollywood when instead of boring people to death, a lot of times, screenwriters would cut to the chase and get to the exciting part. So if somebody is boring you to death or they are telling a story that goes on and on and on, you could say, please cut to the chase. 
In other words, get to the point and stop wasting my time. <laughs> okay, so we have seen former and latter. We have seen the word former, which is the adjective, which means previous, like my previous boss or my previous wife or my former wife. We've seen the expression, to make a long story short, and we've seen the expression, cut to the chase. Now, please repeat, former, farmer, and firmer. Former, farmer, and firmer. Well, we've just seen former. What about the word farmer? You know, a farmer is a person who grows crops or vegetables or fruit. And I want to look at this word farmer. We have a potato farmer on the left and a carrot farmer on the right. The latter is rich and the former is poor. I'm going to repeat that. We have a potato farmer on the left and we have a carrot farmer on the right. The latter is rich and the former is poor. Okay, so the latter in this case, which is the carrot farmer, he's rich. And the former, which is the potato farmer, he's poor. What about the word firmer? Well, this is a comparative adjective. The adjective is firm. What does firm mean? Not soft. You know, when I think of the word firm, I think of pillows and mattresses. Please repeat. Pillows and mattresses. What in the world is a mattress? Well, a mattress is that cushion that you sleep on. We sleep on a bed, but specifically, the cushion is called a mattress. My question for you is, do you prefer to sleep on a firm mattress or a soft mattress? I prefer to sleep on a firm mattress, and I prefer soft pillows. Okay, so we see a mattress on the left and a pillow on the right. The former is firmer than the latter. Please repeat, the former is firmer than the latter. Yeah, the former, in other words, the mattress, it's the thing I mentioned first. The mattress is on the left and the pillow is on the right. The former is firmer than the latter. In other words, the mattress is firmer than the pillow. And by the way, going back to the word carrot, how do you spell carrot? Remember our friend, the carrot farmer? How do you spell carrot? C-A-R-R-O-T, right? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's a play on words, right? You're probably familiar with this, but C-A-R-R-O-T is a carrot. It's that root vegetable. It's orange. Rabbits like to eat carrots. What's up, Doc? Remember Bugs Bunny? What's up, Doc? Bugs Bunny loves carrots. But please repeat, C-A-R-A-T. C-A-R-A-T? Yeah, that's pronounced carrot. But of course, it has a completely different meaning. A carat, spelled C-A-R-A-T, is the unit of measurement for the physical weight of a diamond. Wow, look at that diamond ring. That is a beautiful ring. That is a large diamond. How many carats is that? Oh, this right here? Yeah, this is a two-carat diamond. I am wearing a diamond ring, and that is a two-carat diamond. Okay, so we see the word carat here spelled C-A-R-A-T. Actually, one carat is equivalent to one-fifth of a gram. Please repeat. One carat is equivalent to one-fifth of a gram. So, we see a two-carat diamond ring on the left, and we see a three-carat ruby ring on the right. Which one is worth more? Actually, the latter, not the former. Yeah, the latter is worth more than the former. In other words, the ruby ring is worth more than the diamond ring. 
which is absolutely possible in the world of precious stones or gems. Many times emeralds and rubies and sapphires are worth more than diamonds. They're actually rarer in nature than diamonds. And that's because the major diamond companies in the world carefully control the supply of diamonds. Remember the concept of supply and demand. This is the relationship between the quantity of a product or a commodity that producers want to sell, supply, and the demand, which is the quantity that consumers want to buy, supply and demand. And so the diamond companies around the world, the two or three big ones, control the supply of the diamonds, and therefore they are controlling the price of the diamonds, really, and so they are, in fact, more expensive usually than other rarer gems or other rarer precious stones like sapphires or rubies. Anyway, thanks for tuning into this podcast. As usual, please go back and listen to it two or three times and put into practice what you have learned. That's all for now. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.